This is the Shopify Dropify, hosted by The Cut. We like to see reviews on I.O. We like to see ourselves as, you know, with a challenger brand, with a disruptor. We're a very feature-focused um, business. It's got to be all about the brand. Um, you know, for me, the brand is establishing your brand, creating that brand, and, and really understanding what the culture of your brand is. I think being able to provide, being able to look at that data that's coming in and to be able to, you know, make informed business decisions off the back of that. Welcome to episode 50 of the Shopify Dropify, hosted by The Cut. This interview is with Tom Goodwin, COO of Reviews.io, talking all good things about customer reviews. There's plenty to learn here from a big player in the review space. So hi there, everyone. Welcome back to the Shopify Dropify by The Cut. Um, Today on the podcast, we are talking to Tom Goodwin, who is from Reviews.io. Welcome to the Shopify Dropify, Tom. Thanks very much, Ben. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks again. Absolute pleasure to have you on board, and you're coming to us um, from all the way over in uh, in Sydney. I am hoping that the uh, it's a little less smoky and hazy than than it has been in recent uh, weeks. But um, assuming that all's well with you guys, can you introduce yourself uh, and give us a quick overview of the company? Yeah, sure. Um, Reviews.io. We're a Google license review partner. We've been around for uh, just over ten years. Uh, started in the UK. Um, and have got offices now in LA and obviously now Sydney and soon to be in Berlin too. So yeah, we help our customers collect collect reviews using their platform. So very much an international platform dealing with um, companies all over the world, e-commerce companies all over the world? Uh, exactly, yeah. We've got over 8,000 clients globally uh, and growing fast. Very, very good. Congratulations. So 2020 will be an exciting year. What is your role there and what are you doing day-to-day with Reviews.io? So my role, I'm, I'm COO of the business, so I, I look after the operations side of the business globally. Um, I work with the teams in growing. You know, we're growing from 10 staff to uh, nearly just got over 50 staff now in 18 months. Uh, work closely with the founder and CEO, Callum McKeefrey. Uh, he's very much the product guru and the visionary behind the brand. Uh, and I, you know, work across the business to help ensure that we're, you know, growing and helping our clients. So you are very much the definition of a fast-scaling business yourselves. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we're seeing fantastic growth, particularly here in Australia. You know, it's a really exciting market here. Very good. So you're enjoying being in Australia and then becoming an Aussie in some ways, uh, as opposed to coming from the uh, the mother country. Absolutely, yeah. Loving the loving Australia, loving the lifestyle. Very much being a typical Brit and living at the beach. So so that's great. Beautiful. So this is 2020. It's the start of a, of a new decade. What do you think, Tom? Are we are we living in the future right now? Yeah, you know, it's uh, certainly you know things have um, certainly moved quickly. Um, and yeah, uh, I mean, I think uh, 2020 is bringing lots of opportunity and change. And uh, yeah, I think it's uh, going to be in set for a very exciting year after a great end to. 2019. Very, very good to hear. It's great to hear um, positive reports and talk to businesses who are going gangbusters and we're lucky enough that in this space we have those opportunities pretty frequently, so it's very, very cool. So let's start off with one big learner and, and get this going um, by sharing something really valuable right here at the top of uh, at the top of our conversation. What was the biggest and most common e-commerce learning that your clients had maybe in 2019 or even more recently if you've had time to uh, accumulate some insights already in 2020? Um, I think it's uh, for us it's, it's about you know understanding like the route of purchase and that buying journey. I think it's um, 
you know, that's certainly been one of the hot topics when talking to our clients within, um, yeah, in, in that sort of initial sort of conversation. So we really like to help most of our listeners, we presume, are Shopify merchants. So we really like to get into some really good advice from you, Tom, first. They're hungry for information and they want to learn from your experiences. From your point of view, what are the most important things to focus on, let's say, in the first year or two uh, of an e-commerce business? For me, it's all it's, it's, it's got to be all about the brand. Um, you know, for me, the brand is establishing your brand, creating that brand, and, and really understanding what the culture of your brand is. Um, that's yeah. absolutely number one. Uh, number two is just really understanding who your customer are, you know, what's, what's your customer profile looking like and who, what that target market is. And then, the, you know, the third thing for me is, is really then looking at the, the whole sort of social proof side. How are you going to get, you know, customers to engage in, in that and how are you going to get them to, you know, talk about your product or brand or service? Completely. So that's where things like reviews and loyalty programs come, come into the picture, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it becomes a huge part of it. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it seems that every single time we ask the question, everyone always starts with branding as being the most important thing and generally they'll follow that with uh, understanding the customers. Um, and it doesn't matter if it's a merchant or if it's a marketing expert or if it's, uh, you know, someone from an e-commerce app like yourself, that focus on brand is just is just cannot be uh, more important, can it? Not at all. And that's why it's important that, you know, you work with the right partners, uh, you know, certainly with us as a as a you know as a solution, it's important that we work with the right partners who really um, you know emphasise those points. Yeah, completely. Well, what's the best advice you think that you guys at Reviews.io usually start with when you're meeting um, a new e-commerce business owner? And that's not necessarily someone who's in the early stages, but just a new potential client for you guys. Um, where do you start things normally? Normally, we start from you know understanding what what platform they're built on. Um, what, okay. what current partners they're working with and really what their tech stack looks like. So it's really about understanding the technology that they're, that they're working on right now and how you can then fit into that and integrate with it or not potentially or if there might be issues. Exactly, and, it, and, and that helps us align our product correctly and align the right features and services that are, are key to reviews.io. Yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And in 2020, how is your focus shifting in terms of what your clients want and or what you anticipate they're going to be wanting more of this year and what are you going to offer offer them to meet those uh, expectations? So I think one of the key things we're getting asked a lot, and you know, I spoke to my wider team on this as well, is that you know the route of purchase um, and where that, where that sale is coming from is an incredibly important part. Um, you know of that, uh, you know of the offering, and then understanding what the, the current buying journey is and how that, how that's um, you know shaped. Whether is it purely through their own channels or is it through um, other channels and marketplaces like Amazon? Is it are they you know integrating things like um, Instagram shopping um, and just sort of getting an idea of of, of really. Um, what their focus is and where their customers are going to be most comfortable in making making purchases and connecting with products absolutely yeah yeah and that's i guess those sorts of things start to give rise to that great buzz phrase of 2019 headless commerce right so the multiple channels exactly right exactly right and it's really making sure that you know um as much as that you're taking up as much as sort of the real estate in uh, in google as you can through 
through those channels, making sure that you're you're as visible wherever possible. Absolutely. What's the most you know? What's the single most important part of the e-commerce picture that merchants should never ignore? Do you think? I mean, it's the customer's voice. You know, the customer is key. The customer is central to everything. Yeah, understanding who they are, what they want, where they're going to be. Absolutely, and you know, and that's where obviously reviews becomes a big part of it. Of course, because your reviews allow a happy customer to help a business attract more uh, good prospects and good customers who also have the potential to become more happy customers. Exactly right, and uh, you know, and obviously leveraging that <laughs> reputation across. You know, across all the platforms as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what's the most common question you hear, or the most common topic you end up talking about with um, merchants or, or your colleagues in the e-commerce space? Do you think? I think, uh, you know, I only just come out of a couple of meetings today, and you know, it's definitely everything's about the tech stack at the moment. It's about you know what tech you're using. Okay. Um, you know what? It, that's certainly the number one question I'm finding at the moment. Yeah. Okay. And is that is that down to the to the the e-commerce platform itself, as well as all of those other channels that that revolve around that? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, obviously, Shopify is a, a definitely without you know a hugely dominating platform, and the you know the rise of obviously partners through Shopify Plus. Yeah, I mean tech, and and now it's about you know it's about the plug-in side as well. It's like what plugins are you using? What what tech are you using? Yeah, for sure. Um, and from your point of view, what is a is the most common or at least a common mistake that you see Shopify and e-commerce businesses making? Uh, it's I think for us, it's about um, signing into quite often contracts, you know, long contracts, committing to tech without actually. You know, on a on a long term basis, um, and actually, yeah, not not doing the research. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a really really good point. Is is I was speaking to a, 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 a not a client, but someone who we're having a conversation with who who kind of got tied to a platform that a wasn't suitable for them, but they were roped into this contract where they actually had no uh, access themselves to their own content management system or managing their own products. Everything had to be done by the by the agency, which is obviously great for the agency, but. Uh, yeah, quite frustrating for the client. I think it's it's a great point that you make doing your research and and I think avoiding um, you know long term lock ins. Obviously, there are some areas where that can still be beneficial, but certainly I wouldn't have thought it would be around you know which e commerce platform you're going to choose and uh, and or how are you going to manage you know your marketing that's around that space. Absolutely, you know it's it's uh, really ensuring that. Um, you know, we've seen how quickly 2019 went by and, and obviously the exciting roadmap we've got ahead in 2020. I think um, committing to, you know, with the way the SaaS models work nowadays, you know, committing to something beyond the rolling subscription is, is pretty crazy when um, your business is growing at such the pace they are. Yeah, absolutely right. There's never been, uh, you know, more a time where it's been more important to sort of retain control but also agility and, and flexibility and to be able to pivot and change the approach. Absolutely, yeah, completely agree. So let's talk a little bit more about specifically about reviews.io and how you guys help. Um, obviously, by virtue of the name, and we've already touched on this, you specialise in, in customer reviews. Why is this so uh, important for e-commerce? I, I think you, for, for me, you know, a, you know, 
the, the general stats out is 82 percent of Australians are making their buying decision off reading reviews. Um, so for for us as a business, it's yeah, being able to collect the review at the right point in the customer journey, um, and, and in that buying journey is in, um, is incredibly important. I think. Um, that's a huge. Uh, that's a huge statistic. Eighty-two percent. Yeah, eighty-two percent. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And talking about when is the right time to request or, or or ask a customer for a review, just sort of I guess related to that. Um, and this is saying it just springs into my own mind. What sort of strategies do you guys deploy? Um, when it comes to managing negative reviews, do you help your customers, your clients with that? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's for for me, um, you know, responding to a negative review is as important as as, as thanking a customer for a, pos- pro- um, a positive review. Um, you know, it's, it shows that engagement. It shows the importance, um, and it's also you can take away fantastic learnings and you can change your business. And I think it it shows that you're a real business. I think. If you look at reviews out there and you read, you know, if you went onto a company's website and all their reviews are just five-star reviews, you're going to question the authenticity of those reviews. Where if you feel there's a, sure. a real business there that now and again, you know, we all drop a, you know, we all drop a boil at some point in our businesses. And the fact is, if you can react and deal with that, then, then it shows that you're, you know, there's a real person behind the business. Completely. And when you talk about responding and authenticity, is, is, in a nutshell, is the strategy when responding to a negative review, is it still very much about being open and upfront and trying to help them resolve the, the problem or the negative experience that they've had? Absolutely, yeah. You know, the more the more information and the more you can, um, you know, go back to that customer with the reasons why um, that you feel, you know, the, the, the way the business has changed, the way the business has reacted or the way the business has resolved, um, the reason behind that negative view is it shows again to that future customer um, that that you know that you're a real business. And I guess it gives you the opportunity to turn a negative into uh, you know a positive engagement and even a you know a positive piece of sort of PR because it's speaking it's speaking to the way your business approaches and handles those things. Yeah, you completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah, awesome. And what are the biggest advantages the reviews.io approach or even the specifics of your platform offer e-com businesses what are the what are the i guess the key points of difference or the real um you know highlighted advantages that you guys offer in this space yeah, i mean we like to see reviews.io we like to see ourselves as you know with a challenger brand with a disruptor you know we're very we're a very feature focused um, business you know we've got a great you know we're very technology heavy um, so, you know, from our perspective, it's the ease of use. Um, for us, what's important is that... For a client or for a customer to drop a review or for both? For both. For both. You know, we, we yeah. can have a customer, a client up and running using our solution integrated within, you know, just a few hours. You know, we've got a great, wow. we've got a great customer success team based right here in Sydney who can really start... Um, you know the e-commerce odd star merchants on their sort of on their collecting journey. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And can you can you touch on a, on some of the specific features or or 
um, or advantages or even the processes that you run from that you you, you know that are really stand out for for a, um, a merchant or a potential merchant for you guys? Absolutely, yeah. So we, um, you know, our, our solution, um, you know, we've got a great, fantastic plugin for Shopify. Um, so it enables uh, that full sort of synchronization with the Shopify store. Um, which enables the product catalog and, and everything to come through. So, and we've got the customization side is something that we're really proud of. You know, one of the points one okay. of the points we touched on earlier is brand. You know, so it's important that you know that we that our brand and the way that we request reviews is this on brand. There's not you know it's not you're not feeling like you're receiving something from another another client. So the customization side is our is our solution, something we're very, very proud of. Um, we've we've also got in email technology, so it enables customers to write write the review directly within the email without taking them to a third party website opening up a browser. Okay, very good. So it's very friction free for the for the customer who is dropping the review. Exactly. And it certainly helps on the conversion and you know collecting that review. So you know our solution is typically, you know, it offers all the you know, company reviews. So being able to collect those service reviews that go towards, you know, with us being Google licensed, you know, we can get those stars in their AdWords, which certainly makes our solution a very much a return on investment. Um, we are then, you know, we've yeah. got the product review side that, like I said, is seamlessly integrates um, with, with the Shopify site, enables that, um, that sort of, you know, being able to raise, uh, you know, put those stars in all those product ratings. Um, and then we've got some fantastic integrations with things like Instagram. So you can connect your Instagram account to our platform. You can identify who your influencers are, who your you know out of your followers, who's shopped with you, who's left a review, and then being able to use that, engage in that content and create shoppable Instagram galleries directly on their site. Yeah, okay, awesome. That sounds so powerful. Can, can I ask you, mate, what from your point of view, if you were a merchant, what would be the best possible review that your business could receive? And I, I don't mean in terms of the wording, but I guess I mean more in terms of, of the content because I know that, that more and more the, the, the best practice has become content-rich reviews. So if you could picture an ideal review that's dropped for a merchant, what, what would it look like for you? I think, well, I think there's, two, there's two approaches there really. You know, it's, it's about building that review strategy. So you've obviously got company reviews that go towards you know the the Google accelerating side, but from a but then product reviews. Product reviews are really really important to a customer. And that to you know product is very much the focus in Google now with Google Shopping. Being able to create create in depth, um, being able to collect sorry in depth product reviews, being able to ask further questions around that product during during that collecting phase and asking the customer to add photos and just putting as much rich content into that product review as, as they possibly can. Is the short answer then the more content that's there, the better the review will perform for the merchant? Absolutely, yeah. I think that, you know, being able yeah. to have pictures pictures and, and good content and being able to, you know, learn more as much as you can. And, and you, uh, you just t- sort of touched on the idea of gathering more customer data from that review process. So obviously, there's a, there's a double benefit there, I guess, because the, the e-commerce business is, is using the review process to build their understanding of the customers and what they're, what they're liking and, and potentially not liking. Yeah. Um, you know, the, qu- the question and answer side is, 
is, is a feature that's certainly becoming very strong in the in fast fashion. Uh, you know, even some with some of our um, uh, surfing clients, being able to asking people, you know, what their what their skill level is, what their typical, you know, being able to ask as much as you can because all this information is going to help that future buyer. Completely, completely, and help the business to, you know, evolve what they're offering. Exactly, yeah. So if you can describe the situation that applies to most of your clients, what are the things that they're being challenged by that when they come to reviews.io, like typically what are you looking at most commonly to help them with? Quite often it's, it's um, at the moment, is you know, where our clients have chosen potentially the wrong partner um, and they're not using the correct channels. Um, so it's really helping them... Um, basically refocus where they need to be focused and ensure they're maximizing that that content that they're creating through the collection of reviews yeah okay so you kind of look at you you're, you're approaching it from a strategic overview point of view first and making sure that they're 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 going to switch their approach to a best practice one Correct, yeah. So let's have a little bit uh, of a chat about the future before we wrap this up. I mean, I've been saying for a good year or two that, you know, we're already living in the future and I think, you know, with 2020 on the calendars, it really sort of does feel like uh, that. What what do things look like for reviews.io sort of in the next year and potentially further forward? For us, um, it's certainly 2020 and, and, and as we develop and as we look at our product roadmap, you know, customization is, is is definitely being able to you know provide as much customization to be able to provide that um, customized approach, I suppose, to to customers and to the merchants. Um, data or data, sorry, in my uh, English accent. Um, <laughs> um, I think being able to provide, uh, being able to look at that data that's coming in. And to be able to, you know, make informed business decisions off the back of that data that's coming into your business. So for us, it's making that as much as that data accessible through the information that's being collected to our customers. Um, and 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 really, you know, as as we become a very product focused world again, it's it's the way we're enhancing the, the product side. Of, of the review collection. So the, the the reviews that are about specific products. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, so customization is big, and I guess by that you mean being able to customize the, the look and feel so it has a seamless visual integration, but also to customize the way and the type of content that a, that a business gathers from their, their customers. Yeah, and, and being able to use that data to... Um, enable a merchant to customize their approach to their to their customer so you know certainly that's something we've done with our integrations with Clavio uh, with loyalty lion with smile smile.io it's been able to provide you know it's pushing that sentiment data back into um, it back into the platform to enable our customers to use that to create better personalized journeys yeah, completely. So, so in that case, you're talking um, about um, loyalty and rewards programs, and and using the data you're gathering from reviews to drive those other um, marketing strategies. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Um, what sort of changes or trends are you guys or your team seeing um, that are emerging now or over the last few months that are going to affect um, e-commerce sales and marketing in 2020? Do you think? Um, I think it's the further development of the shopping channels. I think. Um, you know, as we know, you know, Google hold a huge amount of power 
um, in that space. So, uh, um, so I yeah. think it's you know being able to take up as much as that of that uh, real estate as you can. So I think it's um, certainly being able to yeah the development of those shopping channels, the development of um, the way that product rich snippets are working within sort of Google listing, Google sort of um, organic listings. And then, sort of, you know, for us as well, integrations is absolutely a, a, a big, a big, a big point of what we're trying to achieve is making sure that we can integrate and provide that data with as many other relevant platforms or, or channels as possible. I absolutely, suppose. yeah. So, you know, certainly, you know, we've got a lot of new apps and a lot of new integrations in our roadmap at the moment, which will, um, you know, we've got a, um, a couple of new ones coming live this this month already. So that sort of is a very, very nice segue. Thank you, Tom, into my next question. You know, what about your own um, offerings, service product offerings at reviews.io? What, what, what are coming up fast for you guys at the moment that you might be able to share with us now? I think um, the way, like I said, with the, with the product side, um, you know, certainly being able to uh, focus our, you know, expand on our product review collection side as much as we can, being able to offer that customization um, certainly you know we're seeing a lot of a lot of movement in the fast fashion space so you know the problem one of the problems we have with with products in the fast fashion space is they don't hang around very long so how do our customers use the benefits of collecting reviews at product level when that possibly that product won't be available so certainly we've got some really cool tools coming out this year um, you know further developing the product review features within our platform um, that's that's an interesting one, actually, isn't it? So when when a product's there, but it's not going to be there or around for long, how does a how does a, a business get value from a review that's about the specific product, and then the product disappears? Is it just about sort of a residual a residual benefit to the brand or the company overall, or is there a different way to approach that? I think one of the, I think one of the, one of the approaches to there, what we're revising our clients, is certainly. You know, looking at when you're look when you're um, I suppose categorising your products within um, within your site is actually looking at what's the sort of key areas that that the customers are searching for and making sure that that those products, even that they might not be available, are, are um, you that that SEO side, that snippet side of it is is going towards leveraging you know, whether it's women's wear or particular product categories that, that you're you know you're tagging those reviews within those categories yeah okay that makes complete sense i thought you might be going to say that that it would be related to the categories rather than the specific products so you continue to get to get value in that way that makes total sense um this has been awesome i mean my big takeaway uh so far i mean I, i'm definitely a huge uh fan of, of customer reviews and the and the power that they can give your business but the 82 percent thing is um is remarkable but i suppose it, it just speaks to our you know kind of more basic need as humans that, that we, we trust other shoppers probably more than we trust a business or a brand uh you know to a greater or less lesser extent no, no, um, no, thank you. know, I really appreciate obviously the, the chat today, Ben, and uh, thanks that, you know, you've obviously, there's been some takeaways there for you. You know, we're certainly very excited about 2020, very excited about being in the, um, in the Australian market and, you know, exciting to be working with um, Shopify 
um, clients and merchants across the board. Completely, mate. Do you have any other um, insights or, or news for reviews.io that you've been holding out on us that you want to share before we wrap up or uh, no, not? I mean, we've, we've, we're, we're expanding. The, you know, I think the exciting thing about Australia for us is, you know, our team's expanding really quickly. So, you know, I think having, yes. having a full team based in Australia from across customer su- success um, support and business development is, you know, something that, you know, we're, we're excited to be here. Yeah, fantastic. Um, I mean, welcome to our shores for you guys. It was great to meet you sort of very off the cuff in Sydney a few months ago. And um, look, I think uh, Scotty and I would, would uh, look forward to seeing some of you or yourself or some of you guys over on the West Coast at some point in 2020. Are there, are there chances of that, do you think, Yeah, Tom? definitely. You know, obviously, I know we you know, the Shopify meetup, we're looking forward to be part of your meetup in uh, in March uh, and obviously being, and being one of the speakers and uh, sponsors of that event. You know, uh, we've been really excited to, to take a trip over to the West Coast. I've personally never been there myself, so you know, certainly looking forward to meet the wider team and obviously meet the merchants over in the West Coast of Australia. I think you'll you'll uh, you'll be really impressed with Perth. It's a beautiful city um, and when we get our details locked in for our first meetup of 2020, it's going to be great to have you guys on the speaker list for that. Um, so thanks, Tom. It's been really excellent, cool to speak to you about reviews.io um, and to get you in front of our audience. Thanks heaps for coming on, mate, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks very much, Ben. Thanks for listening in. Please share these podcasts and send in your feedback. A new episode drops every week as The Cut speaks with e-commerce business owners, e-commerce experts and app developers. You can feature your business on this podcast. Just call The Cut or visit thecut.net.au to get in touch. Thanks for listening. Access e-commerce expertise from The Cut anytime. Visit thecut.net.au and connect on Facebook and LinkedIn.